It's the Grateful Badass Podcast. Weekly, bringing you inspirational stories, conversations with a few badass guests, all while reminding you to live both in and with gratitude. It's Grateful Living, Badass Style. Hi, this is Jalen. This week on Grateful Badass Podcast, an essay written in 2016 by Stacey Mack, Rage All the Time. Enjoy the show. White privilege says there's no hope for black men. Black men end up suffocating and dying on the street, chanting slowly, I can't breathe at the hands of racist cops and overzealous community volunteers. All men are not created equal. A staggering percentage of black men are incarcerated. Some there due to unjust prosecutorial actions or possibly the lack of funds for adequate representation. There are also plenty of black men who are taking care of their homes and families. Plenty in schools, not jails. Ones who are doing positive things in their communities. Of course, news reporters and media outlets do not always report or share black men in a positive light. For several decades, police brutality against black and brown men has been the standard. All I know is policemen have been killing our people right and left. Bystanders recording the incidents. Clearly murder, murder right on social media. It's making me sick all in my head and body down to the very cells and the very fibers of my blood, organs, skin, teeth, hair, right down to my toenails. I feel rage for all of them. Too many to count right here today. I hear the screams of their mothers and it chills me. I go on social media and most black people like me got fighting words going on because they hurt like me. All across the country and without any damn reason other than the cops say they're scared. Scared of what? Scared to properly do their jobs? Treat a routine traffic stop of a brother or a sister just as they would for someone white? How many brothers and sisters has it been? And the white folks on social media, quieter than a church mouse, scared to get snapped in a mousetrap. These same folks on the streets where I live, I work with them, know them from someplace or another. Their silence is screaming. We don't give a about the people because if we did, we would be just as enraged. Yet they don't utter a word and just go on talking about recipes and church meetings and so on. It hurts and and throws chills down my spine. James Baldwin's words are hunting me. He is quoted as saying that black folks, even mildly woke folks, spend much, most of their seconds, minutes and hours in a rage because they are killing us and telling us to take it and shut up. James Baldwin spoke more than 50 years ago as this just as if he's speaking more from the grave today. This is how time, timely his words are in today's racial and political culture. White folks, I'm sure, probably thought he was an intelligent, intellectual idiot back then. He was definitely speaking truth. Laws which stand only to persecute and punish black folks and even unspoken laws like driving while black are fastly becoming the quickest way to the demise of the black family. Pow! 
That's it. Game over, brother. Don't worry about feeding your children or about the upcoming job interview. We're going to take care of all of that for you. Mothers aren't supposed to bury their sons or daughters, yet they do and face going on for the rest of their lives trying to make sense of the horror. Killed by the state with often no meaningful state action to counter their senseless death. No closure, no open admittance or apology by or from, from the perpetrator. Mothers are forced to go on with their lives without their men and boys and daughters. Imagine the awkwardness on their jobs and on the streets of the community months, even years later. The avoidance, the separation of black and white residents. A different narrative told and recited over and over, depending on which side of the railroad tracks you were from. Daughters and sons of the dead trying, still trying to make sense of their loss. One day, their lives are filled with, with a sense of normality. The next day, their lives are changed forever. Families thrown into the haze of activism the civil rights movement of the 60s that children have read about or watched on television, black folks fighting for their right to vote, the right to reside in neighborhoods, nice neighborhoods, the right to attend good schools, the right to sit at the front of the bus, the right to live, exist, and live freely. Rage all the time. Written by Stacy Mack, 2016. And so I wanted to share that on today because I was going through some essays and stories that I wrote from um, more than four, three and four years ago. And I came across this essay that I wrote and um, I just wanted to read it and share with the Grateful Badass Nation and friends. Um, but I'm grateful. I still feel the rage present day 2020 July 2020. Like I said, I wrote that more than four years ago, three to four years ago, and it's been sitting um, because I wanted to publish it along with some other essays that I've written, some other essays and short stories, but I thought that it was pertinent and, and just necessary to share with the audience. I have to say, looking back on this essay that I wrote, I'm very happy that some things have changed, that people of all color and diversity and the movement has become diverse the white people that i spoke of in the essay sitting by quietly quiet as a church mouse as i recited i'm very happy that people of all colors have come together including white people and we are standing um one side by side with one another for the cause because black lives matter today and always so thank you for sharing and rocking with the Grateful Badass podcast. I appreciate you and I uh, want us to all stay woke and to keep going and to stay and be encouraged. Now it's time for the show's new segment. What have you been especially grateful for this week? I have been especially grateful for reading and Miraculous Ladybug. And for the new segment, thank you, Jalen, for sharing your grateful moment from the past week. I have to say that I'm truly grateful that my um, parents, Brother Mac and Gracie, so very excited that they have um, gotten some new phones and we're able to have FaceTime with them at their home. 
Uh, we live in separate cities, and so I'm able to see their lovely faces and so inspired, grateful for technology and uh, family and friends that made this happen. So um, yeah, grateful for technology. I can finally see my parents um, as they we are not uh, able to be together. And as I close, as my maternal grandmother would always say, have a good day today and a better day tomorrow. Bye.